Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. So nice to have you with us for another edition of Adventures Weekly. It's already the 17th of April. Can you believe it? Unbelievable. My baby sister, Bron, had her birthday during the week. So happy birthday to her and hope you all had a fantastic Easter weekend at home. I know it was a strange one, wasn't it? Strange not seeing my sister too, but on the line. Don't you worry, guys. I know you've got me and we've also got our phenomenal tea. Welcome. Hi. How are Thanks you? Thanks for having me. Oh, you're welcome. I'm doing I've good. your face. <laughs> How was your week? Yeah. Um, it was a really good week. I'm 21 now, as you might have seen on the show last week. You threw me a little surprise. I'm still coming down from that high. Um, but, yeah, no, it was a good week. Just just isolating and trying to do the right thing. I know. It's a bit strange at the moment, isn't it, T? Are you coping? I'm, I'm coping, yeah. I've got a park across the road, so I've got a bit of a nice view to look at. I can see the birds and the sunset, so I'm pretty lucky. That is pretty lucky. Speaking about the birds and the sunset, you know, this week we would have been at Southport Stevens getting ready for tomorrow. Oh, no, that would have I been know. so fun. It would have been I was been looking forward amazing. to that. I was looking forward to it too, let me tell you. Mm. <laughs> I'm just going to reach mm. over here because it looks like we're really struggling with the stream today. Is it going okay? Um, stream. Yeah, it looks okay on my end. Well, that's good. Just checking before we go into my favourite segment. You ready? Well, it's not really my favourite, but I love the sound of it. <laughs> Should we do it? Yeah, let's, let's get into it. Here we go. Sailing news in 60 seconds-ish. Ish. I love it. So, sailing news in 60 seconds. I've organised my uncle. I'm going to bring in a webcam right now from Port Stephens. And this is, this is hilarious. Check out this webcam. You ready, T? Have a look. Yeah, I'm ready. I kid you not. Can you see it? There's birds. This is Port Stephens. News of the week. This is where we should have been. No boats. But it still looks absolutely glorious. I know where I would have rather been. <laughs> Isn't that just stunning? Oh, I love it. I love it, I love it, I love it. But we've had other good news this week. Other good news. Uh, we've had Early Beach Race Week come out and say that they're going to try and go ahead. So that's exciting. We've also had uh, the Cows Classics regatta is still going to try, tentative, so not cancelled. Cows Week have come out and said they're still going to try and all of the entries are open for all of those events. No official word from Hamilton Island Race Week yet. So these regattas, take note, are all in August. So I still haven't heard anything official from the Pack Cup, which is June, July, but that's in the US. So I'm guessing... That's not looking too ideal. Is anybody giving us any other news, T? Uh, uh, Bradley Ginevan said sailing the fin tomorrow, Nick. Oh, good boy. BGR Racing, hashtag love Bradley. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Does he say go BGR Racing? 
He said, hi, Nick, BGR. <laughs> yeah, exactly. BGR, hilarious. Uh, some news as we go to this webcam. Check this out. Tea. <laughs> Casey couldn't get better than cookies on the, on the balcony. We've got dolphins. Hang on. Stand by. Thanks, Uncle Ev. Apparently there's dolphins. Look, there's dolphins! <laughs> I love Port Stevens. Love having a webcam. This is awesome. We should have a webcam every week. We could have webcams around the world from regattas that aren't happening. <laughs> yeah, definitely do that. I know. Anyway, so that's our sailing news in 60 seconds. I haven't heard anything else being cancelled since last week, which is good news. Our bell curve is on the way down, which is good. Other COVID yeah. news, can't talk about the US because it makes me want to cry. Uh, yeah, we'll just ignore that. Yep. Hopefully everyone is staying home and safe and looking after themselves regardless of whatever is coming out on media anyway and using their common sense. That would be ideal. Oh, wait, one last webcam because now the dolphins are right in front of my uncle's place. Hold. Oh, he says they are. It looks like they're there. Come on, Dolphy. It's almost as good as being there, sort of. Not really, at all. Okay, we've got to get on with the show because we have a fantastic guest on the line. And so we'll bring in... I've got a new sound effect for you, T. Are you ready? Oh, I'm ready. Yeah, I'm excited. Here we go. What do you reckon? Do you like that? Oh, guest that's of good. The week. My mum made me that one. So here is our guest of the week, none other than the amazing Hannah Mills. We should say MBE on the end of your name as well, shouldn't we, Hannah? <laughs> uh, yeah, you, you could say that. <laughs> could we just call you Hannah? <laughs> Be great. <laughs> yeah, no, no. That'd be great. Now, it's funny. I was running T through your history today. T's just turned 21. So uh, not really up on what you've achieved. But I'm going to say in your four years of life, because you were born on the 29th of February, you've achieved a lot. Thank you. Yeah, and happy birthday, T, for this week. Oh, thank you so much. (laughs) So for those who don't know hannah uh you've had a silver medal in 2012 a gold medal in 2016 i could go on and on and on about the numerous world champs three of them three silvers three two bronze a junior worlds what's the difference between a world champs in a 420 and a junior world champs in a 20 in a 420 sure <laughs> i think the junior one is that not 470 maybe it's a junior 470 i think it's written down incorrectly on your bio maybe maybe but how are things going in the uk yeah well i mean like everywhere in the world it's um we've got another three weeks in lockdown unless we're going out for shopping uh, food um so yeah but i mean everyone doing, i think you know some people have really tried 
um, and for others it's a little bit easier. Lucky with a nice little garden um, and plenty to be getting on with at home. So yeah, I'm keeping busy. That's good. I'm glad you're keeping busy. And I think like us, your internet is taking a beating because it's quite hard to hear you. I'm not sure if that's my end or your end, Hannah. Okay, I can try and uh, sort that out my end. <laughs> okay, no problems at all. We'll let Hannah um, try and sort out her end. Uh, but in the meantime, T, is there anybody giving us any feedback? Let me just see. Uh, we've got someone watching from Ireland. Ooh, and really? then, yeah, and then someone said that. Oh, where's it gone? Um, children and animals never perform. I don't know what he was responding to. Um, All right, we'll let that one go. I guess yeah. he meant the dolphins. Oh, <laughs> I yeah. thought that was pretty good. No, I liked it. <laughs> and then I'm just trying to get the rest of the comments up. Um, I can't get over those kookaburras. Yeah, they're so cute. Oh, perfect. It was picture perfect. I couldn't believe it. I actually said to my uncle yesterday when we did a run through, can you make sure those birds are there when we go live? Just make sure they're there and no joke. It's <laughs> like perfect. Are you feeding that them? That is so good. That is so good. And the oh, dolphin. Yay. It looks like we've got a Hannah back. Yay. Hello. Hi. Is that any better? That's there way better. Hooray. Oh, good. I couldn't not have you. You're too special. <laughs> so you were telling us that you've got lots to do at home but I think congratulations is in order because you've been reselected this week for Tokyo 2021 do you want to tell wow, us yeah. congratulations <laughs> thank you yeah um yeah so obviously the Olympics were supposed to be this summer um and we were kind of in the last four months build up so it was all um getting pretty exciting, uh, definitely waking up nervous every day, thinking about the Olympics, but excited. Um, and then obviously with coronavirus, um, COVID-19, uh, the Olympics had, just had to be postponed for everyone's safety. Um, and we weren't sure whether it was gonna get canceled, whether it was gonna get postponed. Um, we're so grateful that it's been postponed and not canceled. And yeah, yeah. Um, we got announced this week that we are still keeping our spots for Tokyo 2020, even though it's going to be a year later. So really happy. Which is unbelievable. I mean, for those who don't realise, a year can mean a world of difference. Yeah, I, uh, for me personally, um, it was pretty huge. I was going to retire after this summer um, from sort of Olympic sailing. So um, to put that on hold for a year in terms of just what else I got planned in life um, was actually quite a big deal. So, um, yeah, it, it definitely took me a few days to kind of come to terms with what it meant. Um, but ultimately, being part of an Olympic Games is just the most incredible experience. And uh, like, however long it had been postponed, I think I'd have been hanging on. <laughs> definitely. I mean, you've competed in two. You've won medals at both. And then if you're going to retire after an Olympic Games, as you say, that would have been unfinished business had it been cancelled. A hundred percent. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, incredible. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to put a bit of footage down the bottom while we're talking because 
I mentioned the first Olympics uh, that you competed in was in 2012 and you won a silver medal. Then in 2016, which was at home, well, sort of home, you're from Wales, aren't you? <laughs> I am. Indeed. And so then your second medal, which was a gold, yay, was actually <laughs> in Rio. Uh, they were with one crew, a different crew to who you have now. Yeah, absolutely. So I did London and Rio with Saskia Clark, mm -hmm. um, and now I'm competing with Ailey McIntyre. Yeah, and I've got a bit of footage of you guys down in the bottom left-hand corner. So when did you start competing together? So Ailey and I teamed up um, for a couple of events in 2017, um, more to just have a go sailing with each other, see if we thought there were kind of legs to the partnership, whether we thought we could put a good campaign together. And then we sort of officially started training for the Olympics uh, in January 2018. Yeah, and I'm, I'm looking at the list of awards I have in front of me. And even though you were just having a go, you managed a silver medal at the World Champs in 2017. Yeah, um, we were both a bit surprised at that. I think, um, I think sailing's a funny sport where sometimes just the way you are mentally in terms of you're relaxed, you're... Um, super up for it because you've been out the boat for a while and yeah all these different factors can tr contribute into kind of a, a performance definitely outside of you, your ability at the time so um yeah we were really really happy i bet you were and then i saw you guys compete at trofeo in march last year one of my favorite events see if i can bring that one up here uh and I love this one. We won't have any sound, but if anybody wants to see it, it's on the uh, Trofeo Princess of Sofia Iberostar Regatta website. You guys won the medal race in 25 knots. Here you come across the line. And then you went and did another lap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the conditions that day were amazing. I mean, you can see there the waves were huge. The wind was blowing. It was just like, one of those incredible Palma regatta days where you know you're nervous because you think well we could capsize quite easily but equally the sailing is just phenomenal and yeah we we wanted to go and get a few uh, a few pictures um because the day was just so good they're the days where a 470 actually gets up and goes i think <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, we were ripping that's for sure yeah except that reach into the finish is is terribly terrifying i think uh, but I interviewed you guys in that video. I'll just bring us back to the three screen. I interviewed you guys in that video and you said how much you're just having fun sailing together. Is that a big part of your partnerships? Oh, always has been. Absolutely. Yeah. Like ever since sort of sailing the optimist on my own, where, you know, it's such a social scene in the opti. It's, it's just awesome. You're just always rafting up with everybody, chatting in between races and then jumping into a 420 and then a 470. Um, I love sailing with another person. I think you learn so much from each other, um, but also it just, yeah, it, it keeps it really fun. Um, you're pushing each other all the time, but um, yeah, I, I love sailing with other people. Yeah, it's good fun. I love sailing with other people. T down the bottom here, I was having a chat with her. She's grown up sailing on uh, first etchels, I think. Well, a laser maybe when little, but then an etchel. And when I'm trying to get her on a laser. Uh, her dad was a laser yeah. sailor with my dad. Oh, I couldn't believe it. T, you've only sailed on a dinghy four times? 
four times and the, the fourth time was like three weeks ago I have like no experience with small boats it's so bad I know she came with me when she was about five and I was 20 in a taser and you don't even remember that no we were talking about that today oh yeah sorry I can't remember my bad <laughs> I remember it was so light. I could have sat it single-handed, which was fun. But sailing with somebody else is is so fun, I think. Uh, and being able to get on a dinghy too. Anyway. Yeah, definitely. I mean, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so what I might do now, I think I want to talk to you a little bit more and maybe this is a good time for T to have a look at if there's any questions for Hannah. And if anybody's watching and they have any questions, make sure you pop them in the feed down below or pop them through apparently one of hannah's first coaches is actually watching this live stream so that's quite interesting um <laughs> there's probably a few people watching you right now hannah but what i might do we might go into videos of the week because i think hannah this week especially you're really going to love some of the videos that we have i'll just try and get it prepped so that i can swap between them easily because they're so cute, but also quite short. So you've really got to pay attention. So I think to start with, you mentioned you started sailing in an optimist. So here's one of our videos of the week for this week. I love the little dog. <laughs> that is awesome. <laughs> Isn't that I amazing? That. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love that one too. Uh, that is Paige Williams. She's from New Zealand and they're in complete lockdown. So they're not allowed to go sailing. And uh, she's obviously arranged a, uh, a blow cart option for her opti. What do you think, T? I think that's what I'm gonna have to start off doing. In the dinghy. Training wheels? Yeah. The water's too scary. Uh, what do you think, Hannah? Front runner? Um, yeah, I think that's pretty awesome actually. I enjoy that she's still trying to steer with the rudder as well. I think that's yeah. pretty great. I'm, I'm a bit worried about whether the rudder hits the bitumen on the way down the road, but she, or how she stops, but she's doing well. <laughs> All right, here's our second video of the week. Uh, I might actually just jump in quickly and, and make this guy a little bit thinner because I had a few of them go out last week and they looked incredibly pudged. <laughs> so here we go, video number two. I think mum's done a great job of getting them through the bear away there. What do you reckon? That's unbelievable. <laughs> That's full marks for effort. Isn't it full marks for effort? I'm not quite sure what it is. Is it a, a viper? I think it's a viper. Don't ask me. Yeah, hang on. I've got one more, but it's come through on my system in the wrong direction. So... I'm going to see if I can rotate it quickly. Uh, no, 
All right, we might have to watch this one sideways. I apologize. Maybe I can rotate it in here. Let me just give it one try. Oh, I can! Rotating, oh yeah. I'm learning this program so quickly. Here we go. Now, little bit of cred. This is right up your alley as well, Hannah. This is completely recycled, built from entirely recycled materials. And we'll talk about the big plastic pe pledge in just a minute. So here's another sailor girl at work, also in New Zealand. Good girl. That's it. Now you're off. What a little gun. Wow. How's that? So cute. Isn't she cute? <laughs> Built her own sail out of recycled materials from dad's shed. And I love how she's like, I'm slowing down now. She just lets her sail go. She's about six, I think. Good she was a, Yeah, she was a baby before the start of the 2014 Volvo. So her dad is Daryl Whistlang from Abu Dhabi Ocean Racing and then uh, Dongfong Ocean Racing. So I'll just read you the caption, which is awesome. Um, here it is. Thanks for your dad. Da -da -da -da. It's amazing what your daughter can find in the shed. Mast made from Armstrong Prestige Volvo, Volvo Cars New Zealand Boom from Old Lamps. And the sale is leftover spinnacle material from Emirates Team New Zealand. Wow. <laughs> I think it's awesome. awesome. <laughs> so now we have to pick a winner. What are we going to do? Yeah. Ooh, tough. Tough. Really oh, great, tough. Um, great entries. Really imaginative. Oh, no. Isn't it awesome? We've had a lot of great entries. Yeah. Maybe... I should play the video that explains the entries while we have a little bit of a, a think. I think that might be a good idea. And a big thanks to Pantaneous Yacht Insurance who have come on board to support this competition. I'm not going to have time to make myself the right shape. I'll be a little bit squidgy. Where is it? Uh, intro, there it is. We'll just have a little bit of a look. If anybody wants to enter, head to my website. And we're going to have a little bit of a chat about who's going to win. This is Nick Douglas and I'm also known as the Sailor Girl. I know it's a very tough time think? at the moment and I'm staying home just like you. So I'm very happy to announce that Pantaneous Yacht Insurance have come on board as a sponsor for my weekly competition. Basically, I'm not sure if you've seen, lots of people are getting bored at home and being very innovative with the ways that they're showing that they're dealing with their sailing deprivation. So if you have any entertaining videos or any positive vibes that you'd like to send to me each week on my Adventures Weekly show, I'm announcing the winner with a guest and that winner will be sent wherever you are in the world, a Pantaneous Yacht Insurance prize pack. A great initiative from Pantaneous Yacht Insurance who are always at your side and I'm very excited that they are also keeping you covered in this time of crisis. Wherever you are in the world, I hope you're staying safe, I hope you're staying home and I hope that we can help to keep you entertained.
There you go, adventurers. So you can enter your own videos wherever you are. I've even had a go in the pool in my mirror, <laughs> which was good fun. Uh, it required a little bit of help, including the blower, to get some wind in my sails. I had another little adventure this week, but I might save that up for a few weeks later. But what are we thinking? Opti going down the road, Viper being dragged by an Audi or an F-18. I'm not quite sure. <laughs> Uh, or uh, upcycled blow cart on a skateboard. <laughs> I mean, my it's hard to choose. The upcycled blow cart. <laughs> yeah, that's where my heart lies. Just because it's upcycled, I like them both. I think. Yeah. Same. I think I got to give first, and if I can give a second prize, I will give it to Paige. But a first prize to Mini Whistling, and a runner-up prize if I can find one for Paige. What do we think? Yeah, that Definitely. sounds good. Are we happy with that? All right. We might just watch that winning video one more time and then we're going to come back and talk to Hannah about the big plastic pledge. Here we go. Good girl. That's it. Now you're off. Love it. Absolutely awesome. Our video of the week for this week, if you want to see all of our prior winners, because we're into week four now, you can head to my website. They're all there. Terms and conditions, what you can win is a pantaneous prize pack sent to you wherever you want in the world. Last week, we ended up having a runner-up as well, and our guest sent them a C-Bin hat. So thanks, David Turton. We had another environment. You know, I can't speak because I'm listening to myself, environmentally friendly guest. And that leads us in nicely to you, Hannah, your big plastic pledge. Would you like to tell me a bit about this? It started in September last year, I believe. Yeah, well, um, after Rio um, at the Olympics there, you know, that whole Olympic cycle, we saw um, sort of how much worse it felt like the plastic problem was kind of getting and it was just becoming more and more obvious everywhere we went, um, particularly in Rio. Uh, it was really staring us in the face. And um, I kind of really connected with that and felt like I wanted to do something. I had no idea what, because as an individual, you just think, what could I possibly do that would have an impact? Um, yeah. So I took some time and I thought, well, if I'm going to compete again um, and go for Tokyo, then I've got quite a good platform maybe to try and address some of the issues within my own Olympic campaign um, and along with my partner Ailey McIntyre who's also really passionate about this um, we kind of laid out a few things we wanted to try and do we called them a pledge um, that we were going to try and pledge to uh, make these changes and then we thought actually it'd be really cool if other athletes other sailors could get on board um, and, and join up with us and sort of make the word go a bit further reach more people um, and hopefully other people could join us and, and make a few changes as well yeah yeah, it's a it's a, a really big thing. I saw you at Sophia and there were a bunch of us that did a, a beach cleanup and it was amazing to me for sailors who seem to be in a sport that's environmentally focused how much trash there was left in the boat park each day. 
hundred percent. Yeah, it's um, it's one of my favourite pledges, I guess, which is um, to kind of leave no trace or leave wherever you've been cleaner than how you found it. And um, yeah, I think boat parks are, are a great place to just you know next time everyone who's watching next time you're in a boat park which is hopefully soon yeah. um you know during your regatta or your training just have a look around and yeah it's phenomenal how, how many bits of tape are on the floor bits of rope um bottles all that kind of thing just sort of ends up blown on the floor or people drop it on the floor without thinking so yeah we can all be a lot more conscious for sure definitely and i'm just bringing up your website now well, I'm attempting to, I'm learning. But the, the big plastic pledge, essentially you're encouraging people to go here and make a pledge that they're going to make a change. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, we really want you to join our journey, um, make your own pledge. We've kept it really simple so that no matter the world, um, you, can, you can sign up and, and take your three pledges a minimum there's nine on there but you only have to choose three to be a part of it and it's just about making small changes within your life knocking on to people you know friendly so that they do the same um and then together um we can make a difference absolutely and so i'm encouraging everybody that's watching today because something that was pointed out to us by last week's guest david turton who is one of the founding uh, members of the cbin project is that during this time where we're at home and we're trying to stay isolated, we're actually using a lot more waste. So uh, being conscious of recycling and being conscious of still using our single-use coffee cup, sounds like her phone's ringing in the background, but making sure that we do all of these things at the same time is incredibly important. So we're going to encourage everybody to go and nominate themselves for one form of pledge at least. Is that what we're thinking, Hannah? Um, yes, sorry. I just no. had something going off in the background. <laughs> no, that's okay. We're all at home and we're all living with these um, with these noises. I've had my parents running around in the background going, what are we going to do? <laughs> <laughs> um, sorry, what was your question? No, so we were just saying last week's guest, David Turton, who's one of the founding members of the CBIN project, he said that what they've seen with everybody staying at home is a larger amount of waste because everybody's you know using and consuming more maybe we're eating a little bit more than we used to etc etc so being aware of recycling and that single-use plastic is as important as ever yeah a hundred percent yeah um yeah, I mean, we've we've started growing our own vegetables, um, which we're really excited about. We've just had the seeds uh, germinate and they've started to come out. So um, I'm sure it'll be a month or two before we've got anything to eat. But that's a, a really cool thing. But I think there's such amazing positives from this sort of pandemic that we can start to see. And, and you know, people are traveling so much less, if not at all, um, which is having a huge impact on particularly um, things like air pollution in major cities. Oh, amazing. Just pretty cool to see. Yeah. So I think um, whilst obviously it's horrific what's going on it, it, environmentally, it's, it's going to be really interesting to see sort of the longer term effects of, of having these kind of couple of months where we are doing a lot less. I've seen a satellite image over China before, during, and now as they're coming out of COVID and the pollution change from full industrial output to everyone at home and not working to going 
going back to work is incredible. Yeah, it's unbelievable. I think, um, I can't remember where it was in China, but they said they could hear the birds for the first time in, oh. I can't remember how long. Um, and there's a, there's a place in India that they said they haven't seen the Himalayas for 30 years and um, now the air is cleared and, and they can see it again. So I'll see the mountains again. So yeah, it's the, the effects are, uh, it's unbelievable just how fast they think, um, you know, the planet can heal if, if we let it. And speaking of Japan and Enoshima and on the way to Enoshima, apparently Mount Fuji has been visible every day for the last week, which is unheard of. Wow. Yeah. yeah, that is unheard of. We we see it probably only a couple of times a trip. So that's that's pretty amazing. Yeah, incredible. Well, congratulations on your reselection. Everyone go to the big plastic pledge and sign up. I signed up in September, I believe, but maybe I'll have to go back and sign up under a different email address. Kidding. <laughs> One person per pledge. But, uh, but very important. And even just being aware of making a change yeah and we'll all do something small i'm gonna let you head off because i know you're busy and we're gonna go into adventures of the week unless you want to stay but if you want to head <laughs> we'll go into our oh, last you better head i'm 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 supposed to be teaching maths i think this morning so <laughs> rightio we'll let you head and we'll go into our last segment but it's great to have uh hannah mills with us good luck with everything and a shout out also to your lovely crew, Ailey, and good luck with your training over the next few months, even though you're at home. Awesome. Thanks so much for having me. You're welcome. We'll catch up Bye with Hannah very, very soon. T, I'm not sure if we had any questions directly directed at Hannah. But... We, um, we did have one, but I think she kind of answered it. Um, it okay. was like the... Um, just changing her mindset and resetting for approaching for um, the world's being, sorry, the um, Olympics being pushed back a year. Yeah, well, we heard her say there that she was going to retire and that would have yeah. been August this year. So she's had to reset. Uh, I know that she has a significant other. So making sure that that yeah. significant other is ready to go for another year as well. It's not easy yeah. being a sailor and, um, and having no. to travel the world and whatnot. So we now have our last segment, uh, arguably our most favourite, except this week, <laughs> T, it's been so much less stressful for me. <laughs> I haven't had to try and keep your birthday party a secret. <laughs> so he will quickly go into our next segment. Love that sound effect. Thanks, Mum. It's a glamour. So last week, T, we had your birthday party. I'll just show a little, <laughs> a little picture from it. Not a video. I'm being nice to you. But we were on the call, and then at this segment, we switched into your 21st birthday. We had 66 people on the call. Looked like this. <laughs> And there were pages, pages of them, weren't there? Pages. It's like scrolling. I had it on my widescreen, second screen, and it was like scroll, scroll. Yeah. Like a good 21st. So like a good 21st. It started out with 66 people dialed in, so more people. Yeah. There were two and three on each Zoom call. 
my gosh, it was intense. Yeah. And then uh, it whittled down a little bit. Then there were speeches. <laughs> then it whittled down a bit more. Yeah. And at the end, it was just your immediate family and Arnie Nick. Yeah. And Uncle and John. Uncle John sort of tuning in every now and again and wandering in with a beer and he said that, that's actually what a 21st is like i'm telling you now yeah yeah it was <laughs> but I still, it was good practice to get in great practice i'm just gonna show this picture though this is my favorite <laughs> see. i was so i was so shocked i had no idea what was going on mum was popping champagne there were poppers going off in my face I was so overwhelmed. Oh, it was so good. <laughs> so that was the adventure of last week. And then the adventure of this week for me, I caught up with my friends from Blind Sailing UK, which was awesome. Oh, wow. We had a, a Zoom call, which was fantastic. Uh, something funny about a, 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 a Zoom call with blind people one of the guests actually tuned in with no shirt on oh. because he's used to chatting with blind people. And, oh. and one of them had to be like, are you dressed today? Nick can see you. Oh, no <laughs> it way. was amazing. Yeah, it was, it was amazing. But we had a great chat. They just wanted to hear about uh, my life and what I do. So I actually became friends with the Blind Sailing UK group through Lucy Hodges, also an MBA, six-time world champ in blind sailing. So pretty amazing. Wow. Uh, and learning about her and getting to know her was a massive, massive thing for me and actually inspired me to do more podcasts again. So that was the first thing I started mm. doing once I was home for COVID because a lot of the blind sailing community obviously can't see everything that I do and and podcasts were my, well, where I started. So I just wanted to play this video that I made after my first experience with Lucy at a regatta. Uh, so tying this back into my adventure of the week, I, um, I was incredibly lucky last year to go to the British Keelboat League final. So we have the Australian Sailing League, um, Australian Oceanic sailing league here and so the British yeah. equivalent they have a lot of different teams facing off and at the final they had 21 teams facing it off from major yacht clubs all over the country and one of the wow. entries was Lucy Hodges with her blind sailing team so I went to be shore crew with them and that's why mm -hmm. I ended up having my adventure this week and, oh, awesome. Yeah, and talking to them all again. Some of them I hadn't met because they weren't at that regatta and I hadn't actually spoken about my story with them. So I spoke a little bit about you know, not making the Olympics a few times and, and, and that sort of side and coming back from yeah. adversity. So anyway, it's still nothing on all of the inspirational movies I've been watching this week and I just thought I'd share this one with you because if you're finding covid difficult and you're finding lockdowns difficult, I want you to have a think about how hard it might be if you couldn't see. There's so many sensations, there's so many feelings and I, I'm, obviously I'm fully sighted so I can't fully understand but I, I know for a fact that 
that must be an amazing feeling, it's a sense of freedom. It just gives you that ultimate sense of freedom, really. I came off one of the races shaking because we got a third. Picks up and goes, it's just it's one of those awesome feelings. It's been amazing, amazing feeling. When I place for the RWA multi-class regatta, a disabled regatta, no kites. So to come to this regatta, be helming the RS21s with the kites up under pressure from all the guys from around the UK and the different clubs. Yeah, still not quite sure what I was doing, but it, it worked. The trust and the communication in a team of blind sailors is, 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 is unbelievable. I think there might have been a bit of confusion over we might have been racing for a charity, but we were the charity racing and I think it just shows the communication and the and the dedication from so like Ben and Gary, the volunteers, to enable Eddie and me to compete. We've got Lucy, who's the helm, we've got Eddie. Um, Eddie's a B1, so he's fully blind on the jib. And he, it's just, he just loves it, it's his life. I started sailing when I was 13. And, and I just loved it, so I just carried on, sort of thing. So. People like myself, coming from different areas of sailing, it, it enables in different ways. Like, the communication I get from sailing with these guys is like, it's next level, it's, it's bar to none, it's constant. The detail, similar to like other level sailing, but the consistency, the trust between the members on the team is just, it's just great. It's really brought my sailing along. I think it's just, it's just a really great charity to be part of um, and I couldn't recommend it enough. So. Well, Brian's four and she's, um, she's a guide dog. Is Ben like your briar on the water? Wow. No, he's better than that, I think. A lot better. A lot better? He talks as well, which is good. The one thing that you get from not having any sight is you have to react a lot more situations. You have to react to other sailors, especially in able fleets, when they're making very quick manoeuvres. So I'm trying to limit the amount of reaction we have to do and try and be proactive so we don't have to react. Because we're mainly doing upwind and downwind, so he's, he's mainly all the way in and then I get an indication from Ben. So obviously that last sort of inch is the most important bit. Like this is new with the kite, I mean that was, that was crazy. Um, so obviously I've sailed with kites before but it's a powerful boat and Lucy hasn't done much with the kite so it was a real trust and really learning together on how we're going to get the boat going downwind. But Lucy made it, made it so easy for me, like she's sailing the boat perfectly. I didn't have to think about it through the jibe. Um, I could just sail the boat pretty much how I normally would. Um, but just keeping an eye of it on where we're going. <laughs> but apart from that, yeah, it was great. First two races we had a kite up, which is quite interesting uh, uh, and uh, quite exciting. And second two races we didn't have a kite, so it was a little bit simpler. Um, yeah, it's very complicated, especially for Ben when we got the kite up. Never helmed anything, anything at all like this um, in my whole sailing career. It's a very unique opportunity for, for blind people to take part in, yeah. I can honestly say at every mark they've pushed us to the limit. We haven't been allowed any gaps. Even after we clipped a mark today by just a couple of um, millimetres clipped a mark, and, you know, we, we, we had to do our turn. It's been amazing and we've been so welcomed by everybody. The results probably don't show what, what we did during the regatta, but if you were here seeing us right in the mix, you know, and the amount Ben had to communicate because inch on inch boat with six boats, it was amazing. Firstly, as a coach, it tells you in ways of you've got to, it's just a problem solving exercise constantly. You've just got to, everything you know about coaching, flip it upside down. Like, it's it's completely different. We use, instead of using transits, using sight, use the transit using sound. That's an example. You know, it's completely different. So you've got to, all the exercises you use, how you want to train the sailors, and everything like that, it's different. So there's that edge of it. But also, as a sailor and as a, as a competitor in sport, I mean, it's, 
it just builds such like such trust um, I can't get that across enough the trust yeah so it was unbeknownst to me where we were in the fleet sometimes you can tell by when you because the racing is so close and you're at each mark you can sort of tell by the about annoy the noise of this going on around you that you might be mid fleet the front of the fleet or at the back of the fleet so I didn't really know where we were I had a, a kind of feeling that there was quite a few boats behind us but coming down that last run just absolutely planing for the first time on the helm really focusing on what Ben was communicating to me because I didn't want to broach and lose the race for everybody that would be a third going through the finish it was just an amazing feel one that I sort of celebrated as we got through the line and then completely forgot we had the kite up and nearly broached us but got us back calm control kite but kite down by then um, it just shows what the charity is about actually teamwork communication and um, sort of the, the enablement of being able to do this in an able body close regatta. We haven't touched another boat, we haven't infringed another boat and still been in the mix. I like, would like to do better, I think. Uh, I think that's all down to building the team and doing more practice and, and getting better, yeah. I think you always want to get better, don't you? Amazing fun doing it as well. It's all about just learning, getting on with it and Sailing's one of those sports that you have your highs and your lows and you have your shout and you have your calm moments, but it's just about keeping the boat moving and going. I mean, what I've done here this weekend with Ableways competitors, actually, it's actually unheard of with blind sailors. This is the first, this is a, this is a one-off, and I hope there's been more in the future, but it's just going to hopefully grow the sport um, and bring blind sailing into the into the realms and get us involved in the other Paralympic sports. So anyone wants to get involved, then yeah, just grow it. It's going to be good. Yeah, so there you go. That was my second adventure, essentially, with blind sailors as I uh, got to spend a lot of time with Lucy at Cows Week last year and we caught up a lot in between then when I was in Europe and then I got to be a part of that adventure, her first massive regatta against able-bodied sailors with a spinnaker. <laughs> and nobody knew. They are so inspiring. I know. Such amazing. inspiring people. So brilliant. Can't so believe it was that. lovely. Lovely catching up with them on Monday night, my time, I think, which was, oh, was I Sunday night? Oh, I was one of those nights. I think I was Sunday night, which was their Sunday morning or Monday night, which was their Monday morning. Regardless, yeah. it was amazing to catch up with them. And Lucy is doing such a great job. Each week, she has another guest coming in to talk to those guys at home to keep them inspired, even though they can't go sailing. So... I thought that was pretty special and, and something to share with you all for my adventure of this week. Yay! Absolutely. They're so, so cool. Good on them. Indeed. Some more shout-outs. Gretel 2 turned 50 this week. A big shout-out to Gretel 2. Uh, the owner of Gretel 2 actually loaned us the rib that we used for the Keeping You Covered campaign in the Derwent River this year, T. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yes. That was a so, lovely rib. I know. Great rib. So happy birthday <laughs> to Gretel too. Very much looking forward to seeing everybody in Tasmania very, very soon. And a shout out to Tracy Matthews. She's been doing weekly live updates from the club. I think that's been a great initiative from the Royal Yacht Club of Tasmania. So shout out to everyone down in Tassie. Any other questions, T, before we wrap it up for this week? Next week... We will have an ode to Port Stephens. <laughs> Just uh, Port Stephens regatta. I know we saw a few shots of Port Stephens this week, T, on our live cam. 
Which was well, fun. the kookaburras and the dolphins. And, the dolphins. and we don't have any other questions, just people commenting about how amazing um, how sailing connects you to real-world problems like marine debris, renewable energy. And that was Tom Herbert Evans saying that. And he said, Aww. great um, job to Hannah and, and us and the, awesome. the big PP project. Amazing. Yeah, hello to Tom yeah. Herbert Evans, who is also from Wales. So I know he's a big supporter of... Um, anyone from Wales, but he's a big supporter of uh, youth initiatives in sailing too. So that's another element as well. Youth development, um, underprivileged development, environmental factors, and also giving a lot of people who may not otherwise have uh, the reason to be passionate, a reason to be passionate. So love sailing. That's why we do what we do each week. If you've got any ideas for what you would like to see on our show, please do let us know. I'm trying to cover things from various places of the world. So we've touched base in Spain, then we've been back here in Australia. Now we've been in the UK. We'll be back in Australia next week and then hopefully head to the US. I've started some plans to have a bit of a chat to some people in the US at the start of May. We'll see what happens. T, thanks for your work. Thanks for having me. Love being here. Yay. Awesome. Well, we're going to end and wrap it up for this week. We'll see you all soon. Adventurers, stay safe stay home and if you happen to get creative make sure you send it our way we want to see it see you all soon bye